You're listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a podcast all about pop culture that these brilliant ladies enjoy. So, heat up your kettles. It's tea time. Hello, everyone. I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea, and you are listening to Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, a proud member of the geek to geek Podcast Network. This week, we are going to be doing a special Q&A episode. We've asked you on here and all of our social media to send us questions, and you have. But before we get into that, Katie, what have you been up to? Um, well, I've been very busy because I haven't talked to you for like two weeks. I know. <laughs> Is it two weeks? <laughs> yes. Kind of. Yeah, no, two weeks. That was been two weeks, yeah. Because last week was a special episode that I had recorded much earlier and posted. Yes. Um, well, I went to Supernatural Convention, yes. which was amazing as always. It was weirdly cold in Las Vegas, which totally sucked because we didn't bother to check the weather before we left and bring clothes that were appropriate. So oh, we're a little bit no. coldy. I mean, <laughs> oh. we brought jackets, but it was cold and windy and it snowed. Not where we were, but it did snow oh. in like Las Vegas, just not Las Vegas proper, like on the outskirts yeah. of Vegas. That's so weird. Yeah. Yeah. So did you have but, to, like, bundle up with what layers you brought? Yeah, basically. <laughs> it was just cold. And, I mean, I've been in actual cold weather, so it was, like, freezing for people that live in the desert and live in California. Yes. If you're from, like, Minnesota, not it wasn't so cold. Much. <laughs> no, it wasn't cold at all. Um, but Supernatural Convention was so great. I uh, met Mark Pellegrino, who plays Lucifer, and I met Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean Winchester. Now, Jensen Ackles was a kind, wonderful, gorgeous human being. Yes. <laughs> and I was very nervous to meet him because I'm literally meeting, for the very first time, somebody that I've been watching on TV for like 13 years. Yes. Longer if you include his stint on Smallville and his stint on Dawson's Creek. Yes. So... It's been a long time coming, and I was very excited and very nervous to meet him. So when I walked up there, I had in my mind this, like, photo op, like, pose that I thought was going to be great. It did not turn out great. Oh, why? <laughs> it just doesn't look great. I mean, it's very clear that I'm very excited, and he looks so adorable, like, just there like hugging me and it was so wonderful and I was looking at it and I was like this is not in my mind what I saw oh he was like hugging you like pushing like putting your head to his chest right because it was a very like very aggressive hug yeah (laughs) which was which was great like it was it was very wonderful I probably will not share this photo (laughs) massively with people um the whole photo. How did you I ask did... him to pose? Like, well, did you I just say, there... give me an aggressive hug? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I walked up there and I was like, can we do like a good, like a, like a, a very good hug photo? And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> and in my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm hugging Jens. <laughs> yes. It was it happened whatever but it was great their panel was super funny uh-huh and 
it was basically the whole time was Jared trying to do one-liners and it wasn't working out for him. Because you know how like when you do a one-liner, the drummer will go, da-dun-dun-ch, right? Yeah. And Jensen would say really funny things and he Stephen would do that for him. And then Jared would say something and he'd point and he's like, no. No. <laughs> no. And he's like, come on, that was funny. And Jen- Jared is- Jensen is just like, dude, sit down. <laughs> it was hilarious i was laughing so hard there were tears all the questions were pretty good misha got a really weird creepy question typical yeah it happens all the time it was just yeah. a very it was a very weird question and everybody in the audience was like wtf man like what there's, is happening there's always got to be one right oh my god yeah and they're supposed to screen the questions before you ask them she must have asked something else like said she was gonna say something else and then went rogue clearly yeah. Um I think yeah, I did that. Um I did a lot of bowling. So much bowling. <laughs> because Erwin is determined to beat you. Yeah, and he lost again last night. <laughs> he was like he goes, I know how I can beat her is by saying like we're gonna bowl a bunch of games and whoever gets the highest score wins. Like okay. during the whole bowling session. Well I bowled one thirty three last night. And uh-huh. everybody else sucked. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Poor um, But yeah, I did that. Uh, Kenny and I went and saw Dick Van Dyke perform at a jazz club in Hollywood. And it was amazing. How Dinner cool. was very expensive. But... <laughs> um. It was very cool. Like, he got up there, and everybody was like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I'm sitting here. I was like, that guy was in Mary Poppins. I was like, he's been alive for so long. He's yeah, 92. He's like, yeah, 90-something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's, Jeez. like, super old, which is super cool. And he gets up there, and he starts singing jazz songs from, like, his favorite songs from, like, the 20s and 30s. But I'm like, these are his favorite songs from, like, growing up. <laughs> When you think about it, you were like, he's been alive this long to win, like, these songs. Some of these songs were new. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, he sang The Bare Necessities from The Jungle Book, which was super cool. Aww. And then he sang uh, Go Fly a Kite. Uh-huh. Two from, I think that's from Mary Poppins. Yes. Um, which was great. And the whole audience was like, go fly a kite. <laughs> like everybody Aww. was singing and like dancing and stuff. So it was super cool. Um, so everyone turned into the eight year old version of themselves. <laughs> basically, basically, uh, we sat at this table with this couple. Um, cause like there's, if it's a table of four and you're a party of two, they're going to sit another random party of two with you at your table. Oh, Okay. Um, so we were sitting with this other party of two and they were like, look how expensive this alcohol is. And they were like looking at the drinks and we're like, I don't need to drink, but it says I have to order two drinks or dinner. And they were like, can I order non-alcoholic drinks? So they ordered two cups of coffee. The cups of coffee, no refills. Are you serious? $6.50. $6.50. $6.50? It was $6.50 for a cup of coffee that was super tiny. And Kenny, we didn't know it was that much. Because yeah. Kenny was like, I'm really tired. I should get a cup of coffee. And so I ordered one, too. And then when we got the bill, I was like, $13 for coffee. <laughs> are insane. you? After are you already, I'm, I'm assuming, buying dinner. <laughs> yeah. So, like, 
he bought the tickets, so I said I'd purchase dinner. Yeah. Like, dinner was, like, almost $100. Did you get the bad end of the deal? <laughs> well, I mean, like, yes, because I didn't pay for my own ticket. Like, if I paid for my... I paid more for dinner than I did for... Like, I would have paid for my ticket. Yeah. It's fine. So next time you I just took Kenny out on a date. These. Like... <laughs> He he did get all because I said I'd buy him dinner and then he ordered the coffee and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It was like, I'm going to pay back for this coffee. <laughs> was it at least good? Yeah. <laughs> oh, OK. It was black Oops. coffee. I mean, yeah, ugh. whatever. That's but I was so just like six fifty. <laughs> and the couple across from us was like six fifty. <laughs> It was just like, oh my god. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's great that you weren't the only ones who were like freaking out about the price. <laughs> oh yeah, the people across from us, they were so funny. They were just like, God, look how expensive this is. I already paid 50 bucks to get in this building. <laughs> Gee. Per person. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was like, sweet baby Jesus, this is so much money. <laughs> but yeah. But hey, Dick Van Dyke, when else are you going to see him? Oh, exactly. It was like, I was also like, is he going to come out and take photos? Like, do I get to Jeff Goldblum with this guy? Like, does that get to happen? Exactly. Didn't happen. Nope. Eh. But yeah. So I think that's the gist of what I've been doing. I've just been really tired and like working a lot. Oh, and a company at, so like. The place that I work, there's multiple companies within the same building, mm-hmm. and one of the companies went out of business. Oh, sad. It's, uh, it was very depressing watching them pack up all of their stuff, uh, and they were giving away, like, their product for free, Oh. too, because, like, there was nothing that they could do with them. Yeah. And we were just like, oh, okay, free stuff. So we went over there and, like, like I took something that was free. Uh-huh. And it was something that was very expensive. Yes. <laughs> and it's currently sitting under my desk at work. It's not for me. Yeah. I grabbed it and I'm giving it to somebody else. Um, but he's going to use it to make me stuff. So Cool. Yeah. I do know what it is, but you know. Yes, you I'll... do know what it is. <laughs> but um yeah. Yeah. I have one other thing, but I'm gonna save it for next week's podcast. Because it doesn't oh, okay. happen until, like, Thursday, so I'm going to wait. Yeah. Preview. Right. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, waiting in suspense. Ooh. <laughs> okay. Uh, Your turn. I have not been doing too much because last week was perfect for me taking a break because the entire house got the flu and it was really bad. Oh, like, man. Like, you probably won't get this reference, but people who have seen Parks and Rec, you know the Parks and Rec episode where everyone gets the flu and they're hospitalized and it's real fun? That's basically what this house was. Um, It's just like, I was like taking care of everyone at one point and then the next day it was like I had it too. We were all in bed and like everyone was just super sick. Um, I'm still got a little bit of like the kind of cold symptoms now but yeah <laughs> it just like hit us so hard but exciting stuff is i got a new job Woo! yeah because the florist that i worked at before 
kind of didn't need me anymore. Things really slowed down in January, so oh well, I have a new waitressing job, which is definitely better than the florist job, but I don't necessarily love it, so, but yay money. <laughs> Monies. That's, that's basically where I'm at right now, is like, yay money, but that's about it. It's just like a little cafe. Um, there's not many tables. I basically work mostly by myself, like in terms of like who I help out. Is the place that you work in the town that you live in or is it like the town over? It's the the town over. The same place where the florist was. It's like almost literally across the street. <laughs> You're like awkward <laughs> waving at your other job. You're like, hey. <laughs> It's, like, not quite visibly across the street just because of how the town works. It's, like, curved a little bit. But, yeah, it's, like, I I could walk from my new job to my old job within about two, like, maybe a minute or two. (laughs) Awkward. I know. Um, But I've been watching a couple of things here and there. Mostly I've just been lying in bed, like, sleeping and trying to get well. So... Some things I've watched are American Vandal, which was amazing. It's basically a making a murderer parody, like like serial or making a making a murderer parody, but it's done about a guy who got accused of spray painting a bunch of penises on cars. <laughs> it's hysterical because they take it very seriously. Like, nice. it's done very well, but the whole thing is supposed to be a parody. It's really, really great. Um, and then because we were watching, like, a documentary-styled show, we thought, why not watch Catfish, which is also a very, you know, documentary-style thing, the movie, um, which was really interesting, but also really sad. Katie, have you seen the movie? I actually have not seen the movie. Like, Neve got screwed. It sucks. Oh well, it's it's sad for him, but it was also just really sad. Like the people, like the the person who did catfishing was just like, you could just tell like she just had a really sad, like yeah. everything, and I just felt really bad. For yeah, her. it's the the movie that inspired the show. Yeah, because he made that was... documentary and then made the show after that. Mm-hmm. So that was interesting. Uh, and then I saw Lady Bird in theaters, which was like so freaking good, but also made me cry terribly because it made me miss my mom for like the first time since moving here. Aww. <laughs> it Which is like stupid because the whole movie is like she has this kind of slightly dysfunctional relationship with her mother, but like that's me. So, <laughs> yes. um, no, but it was, it was sweet as well. I mean very realistic and I related to a lot of it but it was also sweet and uh it's set in 2002 so they play Crash Into Me by the David Matthews band like a couple of times and it's great (laughs) um they even at one point play Cry Me a River by Justin Timberlake and I'm just like whoa major flashbacks here (laughs) like I can't handle this I can't (laughs) Um, and then the last thing is I actually just started watching this today. Um, I found this, well, it's on now TV. It's called I'm dying up here, which is a showtime show. Um, 
it's basically about stand-up comedians in the 70s. And it's really good. I'm liking it so far. Interesting. But the TV crashed and wouldn't let me finish it. So I've only seen like two episodes, but it's really good. Well, that's unfortunate. It's really fun to see like stand-up comedians or like comedy that's done from like a different decade because it's just so different to how it is now. Yeah. Like, like same with uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's like so different than how it is now. Obviously, it's a completely different time, but like things that like would be hilarious back then are just kind of like simple, like jokes that we'd make day to day. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> like we've definitely improved on our comedy. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's messed up. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, also, another thing that's really, really fun that's happened to both of us, Katie, is Rob, over at the Comic Box, has been sending us some amazing videos on our Slack channel, right? Yeah. Do you want to tell the audience uh, some of the great things he sent us? Um, <laughs> so, when I should have been working... <laughs> I was playing on Slack, you know, that's just it's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Rob had sent a video and he was like, this is for Katie and Chelsea because it made me think of them. And so I think Rob works from home is what I'm assuming. That's what I'm assuming as well. And on, <laughs> yeah, on his lunch break, he plays the piano to like kind of chill and relax mm-hmm. during his lunch break. Or if he needs a break or something, he just goes over there, pounds out a song on the piano, and then goes back to work or whatever. But, like, Rob is extremely talented, and I had no idea. (laughs) So he played The Greatest Show from The Greatest Showman, and he was, like, playing it, and then he started singing, and I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) His voice was incredible. I mean, it could give Hugh Jackson a run for his money, honestly. Uh what the hell, Rob? <laughs> I just said Jacks. I meant Jacks. Yeah. Oh my Jackman, God. Jackman. 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 Uh, you can do I'm this. Sorry. I'm sick. Um, I'm on sick brain. <laughs> just. Oh my God, Rob. What? And he's also been playing. Um. He was taking requests, and I was like, "Play something from the Flash musical." <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "Because uh, he played uh, uh, once more with feeling from Buffy, yes. the Buffy musical episode, which was really awesome." Um, and then he played Put a Little Love in Your Heart because I requested that and he did it for me and it was great. Yes. And then he played a bunch of like Disney songs. Which were fantastic. They were so good because we were sitting there. I was sitting there going, I should be working, but I'm going to watch 11 minutes of this video of Rob <laughs> playing the piano while singing. He was like, I'm going to fail at this miserably to a friend like me. And he and then he sang it and I was like, that was not a fail. That was amazing. <laughs> so if you go over to our Slack channel, you could probably still see those. Yep, they're there. <laughs> sitting in the Slack channel forever. Thanks, Which Rob. We'll have a link to. Thanks, Rob. Yeah. Go follow Rob at the comic box, man. Everywhere. Social media. Social media, the the podcast. I actually just listened to his episode on um, Black Panther with his wife fantastic episode it was really I fun need, I need to listen to that one because I've been like just 
like laser vision Black Panther because the movie's so freaking good. I'm just like yes. I went and saw it again on Thursday night. That's I went to the oh, movies. Nice. I could have seen a movie I'd never seen before. Nope. Black Panther. Black Panther. I agree. No, um, it was fun because she basically just talked about how all the women were like much more qualified to be king. <laughs> She's not wrong. It was it was great. It was amazing. And she just kept ranting and she's like, I'm sorry, you say something. And he's like, no, no, no. Keep talking. I love this. <laughs> Aw. I really want to meet. Fun. I really want to meet Rob. I do too. What's up, Rob? Hi, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shall we jump into our Q&A? Oh, God. Yeah. Let's do this. <laughs> All right. All right, so we reached out on all of our social media. Now, obviously, most of these questions are going to be coming from all of the geek to geek <laughs> podcast network people, but okay. so we'll start from the top. Uh, what's your favorite meme? And that was sent in by Void. <laughs> Do you want me to go first or you to go first? No, I, I have one. Um, okay. But the only people who are going to appreciate this meme are people who work in basically the same line of business that I work in. All right. So I discovered this, this meme when working at my job. Uh, it's now it's the Dos Equis guy, like the old one with the beard, like yeah. the white beard and he's holding the Dos Equis beer and he go, and it says, it says, I don't always test my code, but when I do, I do it in production. Okay. <laughs> so, we spread that one all the time. Like even um one my the the CTO at the company I work for, he was like, "Hey, I'm pushing some code to prod so I can test it." And he goes, "Insert meme here." And he put it in parentheses, <laughs> and I knew. And all I did, I said, "Okay, cool," and I sent him like a beer mug emoji because I knew exactly which one he was referring to, which is this one. Excellent. I didn't. I didn't pick a very specific meme. I picked a type of meme. Okay, this one I this one I just particular one that I just love a lot. So no, that's, that's why I picked it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, I well does does a Rickroll count as a meme? Because I I it was on a list, so I feel it's... I love getting Rickrolled because I actually just really like that song. So every time it comes on, I'm like yes, I don't get upset at all. I just start dancing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> People getting rickrolled is the greatest thing. Did you see the one with the guy where it's like, or the the person was like, oh, look, they're taking test questions. And there's a link that says answers to the exam questions. And it clicks on it and it takes you to the video of the, it takes them to yes. getting rickrolled. And they're like, oh, very funny professor. That was. I love it. I love getting rickrolled. Um, but if you want to count like picture with text on it. Did you I get really... rickrolled by that one? No. <laughs> I would really, I really like the distracted boyfriend memes. Oh, those are good. Those um, are those are really funny. Condescending Wonka is my favorite. Oh, yes. From when we worked at Disneyland, it's like, oh, you're an annual pass holder, and you know how to do my bob my job better. Tell me more, and it's just like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, those that was are a great, great question. Um. What is your favorite video game? Also sent by Void. Um, I put Lego Harry Potter for the DS. Oh, okay. Because I played that a lot. Um, I really like Lego Harry Potter. I also really liked... Um, I had Legend of Zelda. F- Legend of Zelda for um, classic 
Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, and my brother just got the classic uh, Super NES. Like, the tiny one. Like, the one that they released. Mm-hmm. And Donkey Kong is on there. And I was sitting there, and it was, like, muscle memory, like, playing <laughs> oh, the wow. game. And it just, like, pops back into your head. And I still get frustrated every time I, Kong doesn't jump, and he falls off a tree and dies. <laughs> Never mind. Unfortunately, this means nothing to me because I have not played video games like, like ever. Like I had a Game Boy Color when I was young, but all I played was the Mary Kate Nashley game that I got. As a game. <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate that so much. <laughs> so instead, I put if if I were to play one. I feel like I would really like Injustice because I love the comic. Because I think it's really funny that I actually read the comic and don't play the game. Because the comic is based on the game. (laughs) But it's fine. Um, If you had to live the rest of your life in one TV series world, where would you live? That is from Summer. So this one was really hard. To be honest. Oh, this one was the easiest for me. I know. I already know what world you picked. Uh huh. <laughs> it's not even on the list for Katie. Katie doesn't see my list, so no, she it doesn't. Knows. You know what? I would take. I put something down, but I'm gonna change my mind. Okay. I'm gonna go with Supernatural. Really? Yeah. Because even with all the monsters and everything. Yeah, because I think I'd make an awesome hunter, or like right. be a uh like, just I think it would be really awesome. Because, I mean, they basically live in the normal world. Yes. But it has supernatural beings in Mm it. Um, I think I could be a hunter or, like, some sort of, um, like... Ghost facer? (laughs) (laughs) How dare you. Um, More like Charlie. Like, Charlie Bradbury. Because she was a a hacker, like a coder and stuff, and a hacker. And she uh, turned into this, like super badass woman so yes i could do something like that i think supernatural would be sick so excellent i'm gonna go with that one i put something else down but you'll never know oh no (laughs) well i think mine's pretty obvious and it's definitely more of a safe choice and that is stars hollow (laughs) (laughs) i knew you were gonna go with that like i knew it stars hollow so many from so many of my answers are going to be from Gilmore Girls or Gilmore Girls related. I just apologize in advance. Oh, mine Apparently, are I'm one, not very original. Mine are all like I looked at my answers and I was like, mm, someone's got a thing for Harry Potter. <laughs> I mean, people know this about us, but if you're new, welcome, welcome. <laughs> all right, who tops your list of favorite actors or actresses that you'd like to meet someday? This is also from Summer. Okay. So, I put my favorite, like, so I really want to meet Tom Hanks, like, Mm -hmm. really bad. I've never met him before. I've been at Disneyland at exactly the same time that he was when he was playing Walt Disney uh, for the movie that he was in, and Mm -hmm. uh, Saving Mr. Banks, and I didn't get to see him, and I think I would have died because seeing him, my one of my favorite actors of all time, but also dressed as Walt Disney, I probably would have fainted or something. Yeah, you... You probably would have, yeah. Just passed out in a puddle full of tears of joy and happiness and <laughs> sadness. Something like that. Um, 
And my favorite actress of all time is Melanie Griffith. So I would love to meet her so much. So, I mean, there's other people that I would love to meet. And I was also like, I was like, oh, totally down to meet Chris Evans. But I was like, wait, I already met him. (laughs) Sort of. Right. And plus, he's not really Captain America. So, like, me getting excited. I'm like, I just love Chris Evans in general. But, like, damn, I can't. And then there's actors like, I'd I'd love to put on this list, but I can't meet them. No. No. No, it's it's bad. It would be bad. Like Benedict Cumberbatch. No, like you can't be on this list because I can't meet you. No, I know. I really had to think about it, too, because I was like, OK, who do I want to meet that I don't want to be ruined, but I also don't want to, like, be a complete mess in front of. <laughs> true, true. Because they tell you never meet your heroes because they're exactly. never going to live up to the expectation that you have in your mind about who they are. Yes. Except Tom Hanks. I already know that he's incredible based on other people's meet and greet stories. So Exactly. There. Uh, I think the people I picked would probably meet that criteria. But um, I picked Rachel Bloom because from everything I've heard of people meeting her, especially recently, she's just fun. Fun as heck. And I just want to tell her how awesome she is. Uh, Mandy Moore. Because I love Mandy Moore. <laughs> Mandy Moore! Oh my and I God. feel like she'd be so nice. Like, wouldn't she just be so nice? I don't know. She seems um, like she'd be really nice. Kristen Bell, technically, I have met and taken a picture with her, but it was very short. Like, she was basically being told to leave, like, because she was, like, at, like, a, a panel, and we were trying to get a photo with her, and she was, they were basically telling her, like, no, you need to leave now. And she's like, I just need to take a few more photos with them. And then she took a photo with me and then bounced. She was super nice. But I would, like, actually like a chance to talk with her. Oh, my God, I, Kristen Bell. I feel like she would just be an absolute bundle of joy, you know? Um, And then I'll just list off the random other people. America Ferreira, Amber Tamblyn. And then Vincent Rodriguez, who plays Josh on Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Because I was like, I have all women here. I need to pick one guy. (laughs) I just feel like he'd be super down. So, that's my people. Yeah. I think there would have been more people from, like, Supernatural on my list. But I was like, I already met Jared. I already met Jensen. (laughs) Exactly. I know. That's I mean, these are, like... These aren't anywhere near, like, my top, top, top people, but I've met a lot of those top, top people, or I just actually wouldn't want to, like, meet them. Oh. Like, like there's some people I would love to meet, but I don't want to, like, ruin my feelings about them. Or you know who I really, really, really want to meet now thinking about it? John who? Barrowman. <gasps> yes. Like, so bad. Like, Karen and Maria have both met him and I've never met him. I have his autograph, but I've never met him. And like, I hear all these great stories about how hilarious and amazing he is. And he lives in freaking Palm Springs, so he doesn't live that far from where I am. But like, Joe, hook it up. (laughs) Yeah, like Joe. Joe, Oh, I got to edit that out. We can't know where he lives or do do people know where he lives? Oh, I don't know. We can cut that out. We can cut that out. Um... (laughs) But John Barrowman, oh my god, he's like hilarious and amazing and he's so funny and I just, one day, like two yes. seconds, like just, I want to be like, I love you and hug him and then take a photo <laughs> and then just leave and I'll just. Exactly. No, I agree. I think he'd be really fun to me. Yes. 
All right, so this next question, well, next few questions come from Fuzzy Cow 24 on Reddit, and he asks about how we first met. Um, well, we met for the first time virtually. Yes, this is <laughs> like, true. <laughs> like on Skype. Uh, I was going to college uh, on the East Coast, and it was the 50th anniversary episode of Doctor Who. And all of my friends were having a Doctor Who party back here in the States or back here on the West Coast because I didn't leave the States um, yeah. <laughs> on the West Coast. So I Skyped in to like talk with them. And it's actually where I met you and Tiffany together, like for the first time mm-hmm. ever um, yep. through Skype. And I was very awkwardly in the background, just like, hi, hey, how's it I've never met. <laughs> hi. <laughs> um, and then we watched the re-showing of the episode together. Like, all of us together. Like, I was on Skype. We were on Skype together watching it. Yes. Um, and then I can't remember if we met officially, like, in person for the first time at the Doctor Who party with when Eamon was with you or at Chili's. I don't know. I actually can't remember. I can't remember which one came first. I feel well, like we... it might be the Doctor Who party where Michelle was just gushing all over you and Eamon. Because <laughs> I think I met you and Eamon officially together, like, for the first time when you guys were together. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, yeah, at the we Christmas special. We were just special. virtual friends until then. <laughs> yeah. And then when we did the Chili's thing, I told I mentioned that I had watched the Veronica Mars movie. Mm-hmm. Or maybe that was at the Doctor Who party movie before watching the show and i and thought you were going to die at chili's i gave them to you <laughs> yes at chili's you gave them to me and you were like and your phone number and you're like text me because i want to know how you like if that was a mistake on your part um yes just broken text messages of oh my god i can't believe this is happening and you're like what episode are you on who is this new phone who this? like oh my goodness um yes and then he asks what made you want to do a podcast? This is actually, I think, your story to tell because you actually came up technically with the idea. Yes. So Chelsea and I both were podcasting on another podcast and it was, we were outnumbered gender wise. And (laughs) it was one of those situations where we had ideas and feelings about things that we wanted to express and when we did express them they weren't accepted as well as we had hoped or it was this sort of like ugh I don't want to talk about this yeah kind of thing and so uh Chelsea and I were talking one day about how we wanted to we were thinking about I was like dude we should totally start a podcast where we can talk about whatever we want, however we want, whenever we want. And it can be any type of, like, media. So it could be movies, mm-hmm. books, TV shows, music, and all of the things that we like. Like, the mm-hmm. gushy, the cheesy romance movies, <laughs> yes. Lifetime movies. Um, so Which we definitely do. We do talk about all of that <laughs> stuff. Um, so I had mentioned this to... I have a friend who is a reporter... And I was telling him about it. And he's actually the one who came up with the name of our show, mm-hmm. which is Tea Time, like obviously Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea. And that was Joe Galley, who's a reporter uh, in in Palm Springs, actually, yes, <laughs> uh, for a channel, a CBS2 news affiliate. 
And so shout out to Joe for <laughs> yes, <laughs> for that. And I appreciate him so much for that. Um, and then we went and saw Me Before You, cried our mm-hmm. eyes out during that movie, came back to my house and recorded our first episode ever. Yes, which was a, a little rough. <laughs> very rough (laughs) we were just nervous we didn't know how to we knew how to talk to each other about the things that we liked we didn't know how to talk to each other with a mic in front of us (laughs) yeah because it was different because we were just like co-hosts on the other podcast so it was it was different all of a sudden jumping into the role of being you know our like a host of a show and having to run a like trying to put together the website was an absolute nightmare (laughs) Uh, agreed. I can <laughs> build this website. Like... It's fine. <laughs> we worked on it for like what, like five months? It felt like it, was it, took so... us... it took us forever. It took us forever, but we're here now, and we're yes. experts. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're not we're experts. But... Far from experts. <laughs> we're a lot better than we were, but yes. Um, next question from the same person: What is a book, movie, TV show, general media that changed the way you view the world or inspired you? Um, do you have an answer? Because I, I had to skip I, this one because it was I do, taking me too long. I kind of do. So I put the Harry Potter series. So it was... Uh, there's other questions that will make that were asked that make sense as to why I chose this. Um, the Harry Potter series was really the first book series that I became like totally involved in. It was something that encompassed my entire world for a short period of time. And I learned a lot from it. And it sort of inspires you, the way that the books are written, it inspires you to think of something more outside of yourself. So it they were written in such a way that even a person who's young can impact the world. That, you know, the, the kid, like Harry, Ron, and Hermione, like all of the things that they did and getting people to get together and to fight against something that's evil and against you know, the ideas that they think are right, um, that, you know, like the Voldemort, the way Voldemort was, and some of those things that, like, teenagers were able to rally together and rise up and beat the ultimate evil. And that's very inspiring, especially right now, because literally what's happening in that book is sort of happening right now here. So it's, like, crazy to think about that a book series that was written, you know, it started in the late nineties and, you know, ended a decade or so later, um, can really impact the world just that much because I love this series very much. And it really kind of changes the way you view the world when you look at it, that you can impact, have an impact on the world, even just in the smallest way. So there you go. (laughs) Very good. Well, uh, I came up with an answer while I was thinking about that just now. I would say the closest thing, because I feel like this is a very heavy question. It is like, a very heavy question. Like, for me, there wasn't, like, one thing that completely, like, tr- like changed the way I thought. It. I mean, like, Harry Potter I can understand, but I didn't have Harry Potter as a, you know, as a teen growing up or a child growing up. So there wasn't, like, one big, like, 
franchise or thing that kind of just like altered the way I thought about things. But the closest thing I could say that maybe had an impact on me is the X-Files only because of like how much my life has changed from having that in my life. Like one, it, it did make me think about like, you know, am I a believer or or a skeptic? You know what I mean? Like, how do I view, you know, how does religion view into my life? Or how does, like, government conspiracy, like, view into my life? Like, it makes you think about things that maybe in a different way that you would have never thought about before, at least for me. Because when I started watching this, I was 16 and kind of developing my own opinions on politics and whatnot. Um, I very much blocked politics for a very long time <laughs> uh, yeah. because my parents were obsessed with it and I hated it. Uh, and I didn't really want to ever think about how I felt about things, but that show kind of really did make me think about it. And it kind of inspired me to like create things like podcasts and, you know, I started to like write fanfic, which is like the first time I would ever do creative writing ever. I hate creative writing, but (laughs) it made me want to. Um, so I would say, yeah, that would be like the closest thing that for me would inspire my life in any kind of way. I mean, X-Files did have a tremendous impact on your entire (laughs) life because it's how you met your husband. It's how you met Karen, which exactly how you met me and how this Mm -hmm. podcast happened. So I feel like X-Files had a huge personal impact on your entire world. So (laughs) exactly. Hey, so, Hey, uh, so next question from same person. What media are you excited for in 2018? I almost said 2008. <laughs> what decade are we in? Sorry. 2018. <laughs> or what media are you excited for in general? Um, so for me, it was Black Panther. And yes. I'm looking, I'm very looking forward to uh, Infinity Wars. Um, oh, yeah. But also, I just found out that Hank Green wrote a book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> called An just... Absolutely Remarkable Thing, a novel. And it's about a group of friends who accidentally become the most important people in the world. Or at least they would like you to think it was an accident. And it comes out in September. So I am super stoked because I'm a huge fan of, like, I, I love his brother's work, John mm-hmm. Green. But they're like, I can't wait to see how different. They're writing I bet they're going to be so are. different. And because <laughs> we saw Hank Green in concert and he sang about science. So I'm super stoked to see like what happens with this book. Yeah. I feel like Hank's very more like logical, whereas John Green's very creative. So I feel like they use very different parts of their brain. It's going to be <laughs> very like, exciting. Yeah, I agree. I think that it's going to be good. What about you? Um, I'm looking forward to the CW show Life Sentence. With Lucy Hale from Pretty Little Liars. Oh, I saw that. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, from when I saw the the like pilot trailer when they put out a bunch of trailers, uh, I'm assuming around Comic Con time. I think it's mm-hmm. that's when it was. Um, I've been super excited. I've been following all the social media. I just hope it comes over here. A lot of CW shows get picked up either through Netflix week to week, or sometimes they'll go up a whole season at a time on Amazon. I hope Netflix picks it up, but we'll see. 
I'm also excited for the movie Love, Simon, which is based on the book that I read earlier this year. Um, I'm also excited for... Oh, no, I just had... Oh, it's a YouTube series called This Might Get... Dot, dot, dot. Uh, it's with Grace Helbig and Mamrie Hart. They're my two, like, ultimate favorite YouTubers ever. And they're doing a, like... I don't even know what kind of show it is because they're being so mysterious with it. But it's apparently going to be, like, a five days a week like show on YouTube on its own channel. I don't know, but like they're hilarious and they're hilarious together. I'm assuming it's just going to be like crazy antics and whatnot. So very excited for that. That starts this week, I think. Yeah. So that's really excited for that. Um, next question comes from crafting rogue on Twitter. And they ask, what are the three things that you are each grateful for in your lives and why? Um, I went with, so my family, very grateful for my family. I don't really think I need to explain why, because they're my family. Why, Katie? Really, I need to know why. <laughs> because they gave birth. Because my parents this is such an odd answer. Just, <laughs> um, my friends, because... Um, my friends are basically like my family. They're my family away from my family. And I just, I love them so dearly. I have different groups of friends and I love all of them. Mm-hmm. I'd be nowhere without them, to be honest. Um, and I put my life, to be honest, I'm very grateful for my life, especially right now, because, um, I mean, I enjoy the work that I'm doing at the job that I'm at and the people that I'm around and the people I get to work with at my job. Um, But also, I'm very grateful for being able to live in a moment where we're seeing a lot of change, especially Mm -hmm. here in the United States, where we're seeing people finally standing up and not backing down and demanding the change that needs to happen. And I'm excited to see what's going to happen because... We're living in a constant state of change right now, and things are happening all around us, and I, I can't wait to see the impact of the people that are growing up now, because they're the ones mm-hmm. who are standing up and not backing down, and no matter what anybody says to them, they are not going to back down, and it's been something that we've been needing for a long time, so it's like very exciting. It's a very exciting time to be alive. But also it's kind of scary at the same time because it's, you know, what they're standing up fighting for is very scary. So, but. Yes. No, I agree. That's very good. Um, I went for a few similar things. Uh, One is friends for sticking with me through distance and changes because obviously uh, I live very far away from pretty much all of my friends now. So it's about like. A lot of friends have been really, really, really good about keeping in contact with me. I am not a person who reaches out first most of the time. <laughs> so it's been very nice that especially a few of the friends have, like, reached out first or, like, found a way to, like, keep me, like, <laughs> in contact. Because sometimes I, like, get in my own head and they're just like, hey, let's video chat right now. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it's nice. <laughs> um TV and YouTube. I know it sounds really like dumb and pathetic, but TV and YouTube keep me distracted when I'm anxious or down and sometimes will help me uh, bring me up into a better mood so that I, I'm very, very 
grateful for that. And for my husband for supporting me and seeing my worst and still loving me. I know. I know. God, oh my God. No, like, honestly, like, I couldn't, I don't know how I would be doing with all of this change and stuff without him. Because I've been really struggling with, like, the new job and just getting a job. And, like, even yesterday I was having, like, massive, massive anxiety about going to work. And he's been very, very kind and helping me through it. Still, obviously, encouraging me to go because it's a necessary thing. (laughs) But he helps me talk through all my anxiety and hears me and listens to me. And it's good. God, stop it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm no, sorry. you're not. I'm not sorry. <laughs> Move on to the next one. All right. Next question. In addition to seeing the movies or TV show, do you think that there are other ways that fans can promote movies or television shows with strong female characters or positive portrayal of women? And this comes from Summer. So I, I took this question as like, how do you promote yeah. good TV and movies that have strong female? Yeah. You answer. Uh, I said talking about them on social media is, like, Mm -hmm. the best way to do that because everybody's connected now through social media, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, Tumblr, whatever. (laughs) Yes. All of the places. Uh, So talking about them constantly on social media is a good way to get more people to want to see them. Um, Mm -hmm. Also encouraging your friends, coworkers, family to, like, go see it as well because if they – if you – talk if you talk about it and get them to go see it then they'll talk about it and tell their other friends to go see it and it'll just be a constant chain of people going to go see it and talking about it on social media talking about it to other people and then all of a sudden everybody's going to be seeing movies with strong female characters and positive portrayals of women and yes exactly that's that's exactly what i wrote tell everyone you know to watch it talk about it on a podcast which is what we do yeah (laughs) um Honestly, like, the internet has so much to offer in terms of, like, getting your opinion out there or getting, like, your message out there. So even if you, you're not into podcasting or don't podcast, like, you know, set up a blog or you can even write, like, a small blog post in an Instagram post. I mean, Instagram doesn't really have too much of a limit, so you can write a lot in there. Um, use Twitter to your advantage. Create a thread. Uh you know, Tumblr, you can get a lot done through that. Just constantly encouraging people and showing the, showing people the positive reasons why to watch that show or movie are great, but mostly just bullying your friends into watching it. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's the opposite of what we're trying to do. No, no, I know. All right. Next question. Also from Summer, seems to be a lot of combined movies these days, such as Marvel's Infinity Wars and DC's Justice League. If you could combine some of your favorite movies or franchises, who would you like to see come together for your ultimate fangirl movie? Okay, I had a hard time with this because my mind kept sticking on one thing and I couldn't think about anything else outside Well, and that's that's the answer then. <laughs> um, basically, Deadpool in any sort of superhero movie. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's cool. That's a cool so answer. So I want, I want Deadpool and like all like, and all of the people from the MCU like all in one film. Because could you yes. imagine like Deadpool with like Iron Man and Deadpool with Captain America? It would just be a nightmare, and it would be so great. <laughs> um, Deadpool and like Wolverine together, like Deadpool now with like Wolverine, 
like yeah. how that would be um deadpool i like i even want to see deadpool and like with batman <laughs> Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> Deadpool with Superman. Like, it just went Deadpool in all of the movies that have superheroes in them. I completely agree. That's a great, great crossover. Yes. Um, one crossover I've always wanted to see, just because I feel like the two would go very well together, is Parks and Rec and Gilmore Girls. Because they're both, like, two small town shows with extremely quirky characters oh my god and like i don't know i would just love to see like somehow there's some sort of combination there whether it's like leslie nope takes a trip to stars hollow or <laughs> lorelei and rory go to pawnee i don't care i just need to see some sort of like i want like lorelei and rory to go to pawnee and be like oh my god we thought stars hollow was weird <laughs> like <laughs> because pawnee is like even quirkier like <laughs> ridiculous you know what i also wanted because this was brought up at a convention one time or somewhere i wanted to see so bad is supernatural crossover with the vampire diaries oh yeah that'd like be a good so bad because even jared uh jared and jensen was like i feel like we should have a crossover with the vampire diaries and go take care of their vampire problem and i was like <laughs> yes yes <laughs> They just start killing off all kinds of characters. Sorry, Damon. I think Damon and, um, like, Jensen, or Damon and Dean would be, like, amazing. Yes. That would be a good combo. Oh, my God. Okay, moving on. All right. Uh, next few questions come from Morgan, who hey, has Morgan. Uh, been on this podcast and also... Uh, Katie's, like, BFF at work. What's up, Morgan? She's probably going to listen, right? Yeah, she'll listen. I love Morgan. All right. So uh, first question from her is, what was your entrance into the geeky world? Officially, I'm going to say Harry Potter. Okay. Because, I mean. Unofficially? I mean, technically, (laughs) technically I watched Buffy before I got into Harry Potter. And I but was did watching. that like launch you into the geeky world, or was I, that just the first geeky thing you watched? Harry Potter was probably what launched me into the obsession of the geeky world. Yes, to that be makes honest. Sense. So Harry Potter, excellent. Mine is X Files, and technically Wonder Woman comic, like okay. two different geeky worlds, very different. Fabulous. All right. Uh, next question is, uh, what was the first thing you really fell into a fandom for? So, like, fandom. Yeah. Harry Potter. Yeah. For me, it's uh, Gilmore Girls. Harry Potter was, uh, like, the first obsession, like, fandom obsession that I ever had. Longest fandom. Okay. This was hard, because technically it's <laughs> Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Technically. <laughs> But it yes. could also technically be, like, Saved by the Bell, but I don't know if that counts. Well, like, okay, think of, like, true fandom, like, interacting with people online. Oh, God, Harry Potter. Events, but, yeah, I was gonna say, like, for me, like, being a part of a fandom is, like, actively going online and... Actually, I mean, it probably wouldn't be Harry Potter then. No? It actually would probably be Supernatural, to be honest. Because that was the first oh. fandom that I actually, like, really interacted with online. 
and like actively seeked out things online, like on Tumblr. Because I didn't join Tumblr till like 2011, which was like six years after I started watching Supernatural. But like I'd go on there and be like Supernatural gifts and like just (laughs) and Harry Potter gifts. So it's like a combo, I guess, between like Supernatural family and the Potterheads, whatever. Excellent. Mine's Gilmore Girls. Uh, just, you know. It's Gilmore everything. Girls. Everything. <laughs> this is what launched me into uh, forums. So I think that's a pretty uh, accurate. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, most important fandom to you. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yes. It's a tie. Okay. Between Harry Potter and Supernatural. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, it might be a tie between Gilmore Girls and X-Files. Yep. Um, if you could pick one fandom for everyone you love to share with you, which would it be? Harry Potter. See, this was hard for me because I, I, I liked having Gilmore Girls with everyone the past few years when it got massive on Netflix and when there was the podcast and the new episodes. But then it kind of became so mainstream. It was like I wasn't that weird girl who liked Gilmore Girls obsessively anymore. Everybody loves Gilmore Girls obsessively now. Yeah, exactly. So I would say Parks and Rec because I feel like people kind of already, like a good majority of people like Parks and Rec, but yet I would still want to like share that, but also... Yes. You know what I mean? It'd be okay because it's kind of already mainstream. Yeah. What is your favorite kind of tea? Jasmine green tea. Oh, very good. Mine's just green tea. Fancy. More importantly, right now, it's the Twinings apple and pear green tea. Ooh. Ooh, it's very nice. They have some good tea over here, let me tell you. <laughs> I would I would hope so. I mean, to be honest, like Northern Ireland is part of the UK, man. So I mean you'd think you'd think, but also like everyone only drinks one type of tea here. Like oh. No, like honestly, everyone just drinks black tea with milk or sugar. That's like what everyone drinks. And when you drink anything different, you're weird. So uh, Okay. But they still have good they have still a good selection. Yes. At least that's what I've come across. Um, how has this podcast changed your life? Um, <laughs> I put for me, it, it really hasn't, but <laughs> I mean, it Not hasn't, it hasn't really like changed my life. It's more that like, it's given all, it's given a part of my life an outlet. So like, it's, yes. it's a place that I can come to now with with like one of my best friends in the whole world and talk to her about things that she and I both love and that Mm -hmm. we share it with other people who happen to love the same stuff or just like listening to us talk or whatever your reasons are for continuing to listen to this podcast, which we're super grateful (laughs) for. Um, but it's, it hasn't particularly changed my life, but it has made an impact because it allows me to be expressive about the things that I love. Um, in a way that people like, mm-hmm. and in a way that people, uh, be like, oh, I never thought about it that way. Or being able to like kind of make in my own impact on like our listeners and our subscribers. And like, I never thought that we'd be here ever, to be honest, with as many subscribers yeah. as we have. Like, I never thought <laughs> we'd be here. Like, are you crazy? Um, no. 
but it's been like fun. And I even like what I love is that I've kind of inspired. I mean, I'm not taking fully credit, but both of us have kind of inspired Morgan to do exactly the same thing. Yeah. So has she, started, has she published her podcast? Yet? No, not yet. I hope we didn't like spoil that for everybody, but she's working on that. Oh. So, um, but tell her to get on it, man. I know. I, I saw a little <laughs> bit of it, and I was like, ooh. But, um, I mean, we make our impact in a small way somehow. I guess. I feel like it makes me think about the things that I love, like more critically. Not not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Critically meaning like it makes me instead of just like thinking about the things I love and go, oh, I love it. It's like, oh, like I like this because A, B, and C. But also some things are a little problematic, but mostly it's just like you're thinking about why you love the things. Exactly. Because like if we were to just come on this podcast every week and be like, oh my God, I love it. That'd be a very short podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So that's how I feel like it's kind of changed my life. Um. Let's see. The next question comes from Rob from the comic box. Favorite comic book movie? Um, well, the next like set of questions are from Rob. So it's like one, like 16 through 20 (laughs) something. Just a lot of the next ones are from Rob. They're all from (laughs) Rob. Okay. So uh, favorite comic book movie. I've actually put V for Vendetta, which that is a comic book, right? It's like a graphic novel. Tech, no, it's yeah. a comic book. Yeah, it counts. Comic book. Uh, v counts. for Vendetta is actually one of my most favorite comic book related movies. I mean, I love all of the ones that are coming out now, but this one, like, oh, God, I love it so much. Like, I could watch it all the time. <laughs> Very good. I put Wonder Woman, but also Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> oh, I love Josie <laughs> because and the Pussycats. I just rewatched it with Eamon because, uh, Eamon was flipping through Netflix and he was like, wasn't this on your list of things I needed to see? And I was like, yes. He's like, we'll watch it. And I was like, yes, because <laughs> it's amazing. I love Josie and the Pussycats. It is a classic that <laughs> is totally underrated. <laughs> orange is the new pink. I love orange. Let's go buy orange stuff. <laughs> he was like, he was watching it and he was like, oh my God, are they trying to make a message about advertising? And I was like, yes, good well, job. <laughs> So much product placement in that movie. My favorite part, segue, like, just yes. side note. My favorite part of that entire movie is when DuJour comes back and he goes, we thought you were dead. He goes, no, we were able to land this plane, but it was in the parking lot of a Metallica concert. And I think every day that I knew the words to Inner Sandman. <laughs> yes. Everybody else was totally beat to crap and, like, they were in, like, full body cast, but he only had, like, yep. a broken leg or whatever and a neck brace. <laughs> That movie is the best. And you know what? The music is really good. It's so and it's sung good. by the lead singer of Letters to Cleo. And it's amazing. It's so underrated. So underrated. It's so underrated. Like, even Eamon said, he's like, yeah, no, the music was great. And I was yeah, like, yes. Great, great, correct. Great movie. Exactly. Next question Weirdest thing that you were into growing up? Uh, this was really hard because I. It was. I don't know if I was really into anything like super weird. But I put cycling because I feel like it's something that I didn't really, like, I wasn't really super into it when I was, like, like a kid. But, like, through high school, I really enjoyed cycling. And that's a weird thing to, like, love when you're not a cycler. (laughs) True. And 
I love it still to this day. So like I've loved it for a very long time. So cycling is something that's super weird that I'm really into. <laughs> but don't cycle, so it's like it's weird. Yeah. Um, I used to make a lot of collages as a kid. I don't know why. Be like, I would take like magazines and just like cut up different pictures of like either my favorite celebrity or whatever, or like words and just like cover I used to like cover cigar boxes my mom would like go down to like a local bar or cigar club and just get me a bunch of cigar boxes mm, grow you into that like... decoupage <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> but even like my folders and binders for school I used to like cover those with pictures and stuff like I really enjoyed doing that <laughs> that is so bold because I never would have done that or taken my folder to my English class because my teacher had a tendency to like come up and pick your folder up off the ground while you're in the middle of an exam and he'd pull his glasses down to like hit the bridge of his nose and stare at your folder and while you're taking an exam he'd be like who's this is this your boyfriend and I'm like no would you give me that like i'm trying to do a blue book here or he'll read your blue book over your shoulder and i'm like bro you're gonna oh. read this later what is wrong with you that's very invasive yeah my <laughs> teacher not was... appreciate that no nah, he's he was great but just terrible all at the same time <laughs> um and then also i put reading books because i used to get kind of teased but but not in a mean way just no like honestly not in a mean way but teased a lot for reading because i used to read read a lot like like a new book every like day or week in the i'd be reading in the middle of class i should have been paying attention to class boo but I was she's reading. literate boo exactly no but i used to like i used to get made fun of like for that a lot they're like oh chelsea's here again with a new book and chelsea's i was like a yeah. reader boo that's so <laughs> lame and you're like i'm educated yeah or just i like children are I mean, Dumb. I would re read, like, a wide range of books. Like, I'd read, like, really, like, short, cheesy, dumb books. And then I'd also read, like, Gone with the Wind on my own. Like, <laughs> why? I don't know. God, Chelsea. I know. At least you weren't um, walking in with, like, a book that had, like, Fabio on the cover, like, with a Harlequin romance novel. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing like wrong with reading those, but, like, no. that's not something you take to school. I'm just saying. Exactly. No, no, no. Next question. Things you wish you knew growing up. How important technology would become in our lives? That's a good answer. That's because good answer. I wish I would have spent more time, like, learning about how computers function and, like, more about coding. I mean, I'm not disappointed with where my life is at this moment, but having a little bit more of a technical background in computers would have been super helpful. Because true. that's where a lot of the jobs are now is in technology. And I mean, I'm not naturally gifted with technology. Like like Erwin and Joel and Dustin, who's somebody else that I work with, are just naturally gifted at like coding and thinking about computers and things like that. Like it's incredible about how way the way their mind works and how amazing. Like if I could multiply make more than one of Dustin at my job, I mm -hmm. would. Because that's just how much I love Dustin. <laughs> like, Dustin is fresh out of college and is, like, 21 or 22 years old. He's so young and just, like, his mind is crazy. And I love working with him. This just become a, a podcast about how much I love Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Dustin. Shout out to Dustin. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, that's that's, no. that's how I feel. 
That's very good. Um, I put what I wanted, or I wish I knew like what depression and anxiety were when I was younger. Cause I look back a lot to when I was younger and think like, wow, that was, that was full blown anxiety. I was going through at this age and I didn't even know, like I was just sitting in bed, like struggling. Yeah. Like, you know, I used to like really have trouble sleeping because I was always like one thinking about like everything and anything that I had said in the past, which is really annoying. I mean, I was like eight years old. Like what, what do you, I have to be worried about at eight years old, but yet I'm sitting there awake at like two and two in the morning thinking about that slightly dumb thing I said like a year before or whatever. Like I would have that all the time. And like, I would overthink about things like how I was breathing and then, then I would start to hyperventilate. And then, I mean, (laughs) it was just a weird thing I had, but like, I wish I had kind of known what those were and how to like work on them when I was younger. Cause I feel like now I would be like an adult who would have like, you know, proper coping skills for how (laughs) those, when those things happen, I can properly handle them, but no, (laughs) Yes. Um, next question. Best way to deal with growing up. So these are for the younger listeners. This is kind of a big this is a big question, Rob. <laughs> it is a big question. Um also if you're a younger listener listening to this, let us know. I'd be curious if there were any younger listeners. We yeah. are technically a non explicit podcast. We are a non explicit podcast. Um I think the best way to deal with growing up is to know to know for for real that you're not alone. Um, that's the thing is that, like, as cruel as people can be, sometimes children are can be a lot crueler than other age groups. Because yes. especially now with the way that everything is instantaneous. So everything, anything that you do, say, whatever is could end up on the internet. And that is a scary thought. There are days that I thank God that cell phones were not a thing when I was growing up. Oh my God. Seriously. Like, and social media was not a thing. So, you know, bravo to the people that are growing up now because it's hard. Like it's way harder than it was when I was growing up. And, um, that there are resources out there for you if you need help. If you feel like you can't talk to your peers or your family or something, there are other people in this world that can help you. There are, you know, people that you can call, people that you can go talk to that will help you. No questions asked. So it's a lot about remembering that you really, really aren't alone in this world, even though you feel like you are. So it's, it's about... Even if you feel like this is something that you can't talk about, it really is. It's something that you can talk about. There is somebody out there that has experience or has dealt with exactly the same thing that you're going through and can help you. It's just, it's so hard now because everything you do could end up on social media. Yeah, that's terrifying to me. Um, I put, don't be embarrassed about what you love, unless it harms others, obviously. But, like, for me, like, I, like, hid so much of, like, my fandom world. I used to, like, think of it as, like, my fandom world because I would just, like, go home and it would be, like, this completely different world that I lived in of, like, going online and chatting with people about, like, my my favorite TV show or, like, going home and reading a book series or 
things like that. And I would be so scared to like share with anyone any of that. And, but like, but really like now that's kind of like trendy, you know, who knows? Like maybe if I had told people back, back in the day that I was like into something, I would have met more people that also liked the thing that I liked. So, you know, it's like, like, like the thing that you like. Yep. And don't be ashamed of it. Yep. Because you might find there's so many other people. So let's fire through the next few questions because we are only like technically about halfway through. <laughs> yes, we've been taking a long time to answer these questions. All right. First story about yourself you would tell someone you had just met. I, I don't know how to answer this. Okay, easy. For me, every single person I meet here, they go, whoa, where are you from? And I say, hi, I'm from California. And they go, why? <laughs> <laughs> why are you here? And then I have to tell them my whole story of why I moved here. So that is the first story that I tell most people. Nice. Yeah. We're going to skip me and go to okay. the next question. <laughs> Does pineapple go on pizza? No, because I'm allergic to pineapple and also just no. <laughs> and also just no. I agree. Next question. Is a Hot Pocket technically ravioli? And if so, does that mean Pop-Tarts are ravioli? <laughs> I put no and no because I probably wouldn't eat it. I'm going to go with with maybe for the Hot Pocket being ravioli, but it's not a noodle, it's bread, so I don't know if that counts as, 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 exactly. as ravioli, but definitely Pop-Tart is not a ravioli, and how dare you, Rob, suggest that Pop-Tarts are ravioli. <laughs> if you could live in one fiction... Well, okay, so we technically this is a similar question to what Summer asked, but I actually have a different answer because they just put fictional universe instead of TV... Yes. I don't know if you did. But no, I, I did. my answer is different. Perfect. If you could live in one fictional universe with all the ups and downs associated with it, which would it be from Rob? Harry Potter. I put musicals, any type of musical, because I just want to break out and song and dance. That would be so amazing. <laughs> oh my God. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be so and we're all fun. And we're all good at it, and we all know the choreography. It'd be great. <laughs> that would be so epic. Okay, musicals would be badass. But Harry Potter. If you, yes, Harry Potter would also be great. If you could pick one fictional character to be president, who would it be? Hermione Leslie Granger. Nope. <laughs> I knew you were going to pick Both Leslie. Good no answers. <laughs> yes. Well, it's also what Rob chose. I think Rob also okay. said Leslie Nope. So yeah, I mean, it's it that and Hermione Granger. Those are like the two answers. I agree. If you had to give up. Every fandom but one, which would it be? That was very difficult for me. So you only get to keep one fandom? One fandom. Harry Potter. It's not like I actually chose Veronica Mars, which is super different. Whoa. Only, I know, only because there is the least drama in that fandom. Ooh. There's a lot of drama. drama in the Harry Potter fandom right now, but, um, like, I almost put the Supernatural fandom because it's like a family. You know what? Screw it. I'm changing it. It's going to be Supernatural family because there you go. literally, <laughs> like, I love, there's a lot of drama sometimes, like, mm-hmm. periodic drama, but seriously, it's like a huge family. And being around them, like, over the weekend was so great. And then the moment I left, I was like, God, I miss them. <laughs> Aw. So, yeah. Supernatural. All right. Invent a supervillain right now. I, I, I can't. It's somebody. I don't know. 
I put someone who just makes you think about all of your responsibilities at once. Oh my god, that would be awful. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, I would just full on break down. I would, I would, yeah. Like, probably a supervillain, like, in my, like, to be honest, I feel like the, like, I don't even need to invent one. Like, I think the worst, the worst supervillain ever is somebody similar to Kilgrave to be honest, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's somebody who can make you do anything that they want and you have absolutely no control of your actions, except that your brain, like your mind, you're still active in your own mind. So you know what you're doing is wrong, but you cannot do anything about it. That is that frightening. Horrifying. I agree. I agree. Ugh. Jessica Jones coming out this week. Yeah. <laughs> March 8th on Netflix season two. What up? <laughs> um, hardcover or softcover trade paperbacks. I said hardcover. What? No, not hardcover. Softcover. I don't know what trade paperbacks are. You have... Ignore me. Trade paperbacks. Here, let me show you. Ah. As I reach for one. Oh, God. Trade paperbacks. Oh, softcover. Yeah. Hardbacks would be really expensive. Soft soft cover. Expensive and, like, for me, just, like, super uncomfortable. They're massive. That's personal opinion. Digital or physical comics? Always physical because physical things are better than digital. I agree. Why does Supernatural keep coming up with spinoffs that aren't Castiel standalone shows with Crowley as supporting cast? Okay, so first of all, I disagree with this 100%. Sorry, Rob. (laughs) Um, But the thing is, is like, I still want a standalone show with Castiel. Like, that I agree with. Like... However, I want a standalone show with Castiel and Meg just oh. driving around and doing acts of good and living together and doing all of the normal couple domestic things. Yes. <laughs> because Agreed. that's just what I want. And that is exactly what Rachel Miner keeps talking about as a TV show that she would love to see, which is a show that's just Castiel and Meg just doing normal people stuff. But as it. them, like as Castiel, Angel of the Lord, Meg, Demon from Hell. <laughs> Could you imagine Excellent. how amazing that show would be? That would be fantastic. It would be so good. It's a show I want. Although I'm excited for the Supernatural spinoff, so that's just me. Uh, Wayward Daughters. Hell yeah. Heck yes. Why isn't Joe West from The Flash all of our dad? Well, unfortunately, he's f- fictional, so he can't be our dad. But it's also an excellent question because Joe West is amazing and I want him to be my father. I would love for him to just sing for me all the time. <gasps> oh, my God. Yes. I also forced, for, not forced, told Eamon to watch Rent with me recently. We also watched that. That's oh, great. my God. I love the yes. fact that, like, Jesse L. Martin... Like, he's from Law and Order. And then also, like, he's a great cop because he was on Law and Order, right? So he was one of the detectives. But then you're like, oh my god, he's amazing at singing and acting because he's part of the original Broadway cast of Rent. You're like, just blows your mind. It's great. He's a renaissance man. Can do everything. What's one show you wish you had time to watch but haven't gotten to yet? West Wing. Really? Yeah, I've never seen it. How did I not know this about you? Yeah, I really want to watch West Wing and The Good Wife, but I haven't gotten around to watching them yet. I would say if you choose one, The West Wing, I think you would really enjoy it. It's very liberal. I've seen stuff Um, from it, so I want to watch it, but I haven't gotten, I don't got time. Yeah, it's very good. I mean, The Good Wife is also very good. Um, I chose Jane the Virgin or Black Mirror. Nice. 
I've watched one episode of Black Mirror, which was the first episode, which apparently was a huge mistake. Yeah, apparently everyone says that's the weirdest one or grossest one. It or... is the grossest one, and I was told to skip it, and I didn't listen to Brian. <laughs> <laughs> if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to Hawaii for two, but had to bring a geek-to-geek podcaster who wasn't your co-host, which one would you bring and why? This comes from Joe Hogan from Geekitude. This is absolutely 100% a not fair question because someone's going to get upset. Like a bunch of people are going to get upset. I agree. Also, like all of the guys on these different podcasts have significant uh, others, spouses. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd be kind of weird being like, hey, I'm taking your husband. On How about trip to I Hawaii. give my all expenses paid trip to uh, to somebody from the this is also a problem. I'm not going to answer this question. <laughs> If you could pick one fictional character to be president, who would it be? This is from Beige. But we already answered this. Which is the this. same question. But it, said, but it said it's from Beige. I feel bad. I know He's, I heart you, Beige. It's the only question he gave us. I know. That's why I feel bad. Could we pick another one? Um, Josiah Bartlett from The West Wing. Even though I haven't seen West Wing, I've heard great things about him being a president. So congratulations, Martin Sheen. You're now the president. <laughs> I feel like that... Like, everyone who's uh, somewhat liberal, that's, like, definitely their answer. I would also agree with that, so good good answer. Thank you. Uh, which is the best superhero and why? This comes from Void. Okay, so um, if you'd asked me, like, three weeks ago, it probably would have been either Wonder Woman or Captain America, but I've changed my answer since then. All right. Um, it's I put Black Panther. Black Panther is dope. Because I agree. he is incredible and the team behind him is like oh my god that's mostly what i want like just like just Black Panther get plus. out of the way t'challa <laughs> like t'challa get out of the way i just want your your royal <laughs> military full of amazing women and your sister yes oh my god she she i need her to make me a sweet suit i just need her to be my friend <laughs> yes agreed agreed i picked wonder woman or supergirl okay. mainly because they're both incredibly strong compact well wonder woman is compassionate but uh supergirl is is uh technically in the comics and the tv show stronger than superman so nice saying just saying nice what's your favorite geeky thing that you would never recommend to someone else i kind of found this question to be difficult i don't know about you i actually could not answer this question (laughs) It was really hard because I was like, everything I love, I would technically want to share with someone or recommend. Yeah, there's nothing that... I mean, this isn't... Maybe X-Files because of the length? This isn't geeky, technically, but, like, people are going to get so mad about this. I can feel it already. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I actually enjoy watching the 50 shades movies like i enjoyed them okay okay i, I but, but i will not recommend, recommend those to people 
Like that is fair. I'm that not, is probably the easiest. I would never recommend somebody read those god awful books. Don't read them. Don't do it. I read them. I saw the movies. I felt committed to get through it because I read all of the books. I even read it in its original fan fiction form, and so I felt oh. committed to get to like through the whole thing. And I did it. I watched the last movie with my roommate from college because she and I saw the first one together. So we went and saw the second one, and I felt. We, we were obligated to see it all the way through. And we did it. We watched them all. I don't have, like, there are lots of problems with those movies and books. There's so many different <laughs> things. We could spend an entire episode talking about all of the things wrong with those. But entertainment value without the other crap, I liked it. But I will not that's recommend fair. that to people. And that's not geeky at all. But I'm just saying, I'm like, I'm not telling people to go out there and watch those movies or read those books. Don't do it. This is true. But that's fine. Okay, this is specifically at Katie from Void. Yes. How much time do you have to listen to podcasts when you're stuck in LA traffic? Good Lord, this is really sad. So I ha- I spend <laughs> an hour and a half in my car driving to work. So I listen to about an hour and a half worth of podcasts. And then I spend approximately an hour and a half in my car on the way home, depending on traffic on the way home and what time I leave to go home. So I have exactly about three hours a day to sit in my car and listen to podcasts, which is just sad. It's very sad. That's, that's that is the one thing I miss about living in California is the drive time to listen to podcasts because yes. now I like never, most time I have is maybe 20 minutes. Yep. Um, and this one is at me, like at to me. Uh, what's been the hardest thing to adjust to while living abroad? This is from Void as well. Um, the food. <laughs> the food. I don't know if, if if you could see my notes right now, it would be in bold, the food. <laughs> I have talked about this on here. I've talked about this to pretty much anyone who will listen to me. <laughs> Dear God. Why is salt the only spice that is used here? <laughs> if it's used. If it's used. Um, Boyd, let me just tell you. <laughs> thank you for triggering me in this question because <laughs> this is such a trigger for me. <laughs> uh, I've been struggling through this a lot. Uh, pepper is not spicy, but apparently to the people here it is. <laughs> Pepper is not a spice. She messaged me the other day, like, I think this was, like, last week or something, in just a full rage monster mode. Be like, why is pepper a spice? Pepper is not a spice. It is not spicy. Just raging. Well, yeah. I mean, technically, it's, like, isn't technically it's probably a, a, it's not really a spice, is it? I don't know. I don't know the technical term for what pepper is. It's a seasoning. Black pepper is not spicy in terms of hot, but apparently here it is. Um, anytime I use cinnamon, I get comments. Oh, you sure like your spices, don't you? It's called flavor. Flavor. No one here likes flavor. That's that's what it is. You're f- Everyone likes bland. I'm editing that out, but. <laughs> If the listeners could see your face right now, Void, what did you do? <laughs> I still need I to send you a care here. package. I like, I like Northern Ireland. I I like a lot of things about it. Though everyone says 
oh my gosh, don't you hate the weather here coming from California? No. Actually, I quite like the weather. I've turned into a bit of a vampire. Every time the sun comes out, I like sh- shriek and hide away. Um, I like the not bright, sunny days every single day here, but I can't stand the food. And if I could take the food from California and bring it here, I would. You're just, so I think that wraps up this week's episode. <laughs> you're just a lady who needs a burrito and a good one. <laughs> exactly. Or some Thank tacos. You. That is true. But yes, I think that does wrap up this week's episode. It's a long one, but you know what? I think people have fun with it. Possibly. You know, hopefully. Hopefully you got to know us a little bit better <laughs> or just reaffirm that we love the things that we love. <laughs> that's us. Um, but the notes for this episode and all of our other episodes are going to be available on our website, which is teatimewithkc.com. You can reach out to us via Twitter or Instagram by using the handle at teatimewithkc. We're also available on Facebook at facebook.com slash teatimewithkc. And if you have any questions, comments, or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to email us at teawithkc at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your podcasts. And don't forget to check out the other podcasts on the geek to geek Podcast Network by visiting geek to geekcastcom You can also chat with us in real time or check out Rob's awesome videos in our feed uh, by downloading the messaging app Slack and joining our Slack channel at geek to geekcastslackcom And until next time... <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Join us next time for another cup of tea.